Hello everybody and welcome to episode 8 of the Empowered Psychology podcast and part 3 of Julieta's Surviving Cardiac Arrest Story slash Conquering Sudden Cardiac Arrest Story. Thank you queens for being here with me today. Um, in the previous two episodes, so in the first episode, Julieta and Patty told their story about what happened on May 3rd, 2020. And then in part two, we gave essential, essential, very valuable information about sudden cardiac arrest, what to do when sudden cardiac arrest happens, and also how we can be proactive about our heart health. And um, luckily, these two amazing queens have a nonprofit organization called Surviving Sudden Cardiac Arrest, where they have the resources um, you need to get these trainings and be a part of the mission to end sudden cardiac arrest. So I am really, really happy to have these two queens here today. And in this episode, I want to emphasize Julieta's story by talking about how she overcame this event and up until May 3rd, 2020, um, her whole life was set on becoming a professional volleyball player. Actually, she was already a professional volleyball player in her beautiful country of Mexico, in the amazing state of Jalisco. Shout out to Guadalajara. <laughs> and um, yes, she everything was lined up in perfect order for her to be a professional volleyball player. Then she had sudden cardiac arrest. But luckily, everything was lined up for her to survive, and she survived. She had to overcome adversity by having these new life changes and learning how to adapt to them and accepting these changes. And although this was hard, she found her new purpose in life. So today, we are going to be talking about just that. You're back home now. Mm -hmm and you survive you conquer yes you now have an icd what what is an icd yeah. so it's basically an implantable aed um and it is possibly the greatest thing that i could have ever um gotten it's it, it's like a lifeline it assures that wherever i'm going wherever i'm walking i don't rely on an aed to shock me if i need it um so if I ever go into sudden cardiac arrest again, um, the ICD will administer a shock immediately and it increases my chance of survival. Um, I don't know exactly how much, but I mean, it's always just there with me and ready to protect me if anything like this were to happen again now that I'm predisposed. So it just gives me and my family peace of mind that even if I'm sleeping or going out on my own, that I don't have to be followed around with an AED ready for the worst. Shout out to the science. Um, and yes, yeah, so that will protect her. She is protected for life, thank God. So you get out the hospital. How did you begin? You see here I put, how do you begin to pick yourself back up? But I'm gonna rephrase that. How did you begin to transition back into life in your new normal? So at first it was very hard because I was still continuing treatment at home. Um, which I was very grateful that they allowed me to do that because I was very homesick by that point after spending a month away from my family during the pandemic and all that. Um, so for the first couple of weeks, I was still 
pretty weak and still needing a lot of assistance on daily things. Um, but luckily, by being an athlete, I started to recover a little bit um, quicker. And I actually was very dead set on getting back into volleyball because in my mind, we were still gonna continue with our season. And that was really all I had going on at the time. So um, I just felt like I was behind. So I started training and kind of pushing myself to run and do all these things before I got cleared, which I should not have done. Um, but my family was, very de was definitely a very big part of my recovery and they were there for everything, helping me shower, helping me eat, getting up and out of bed, all that stuff. So they definitely stuck by my side and um, were there for all the hard parts. And I think they were a very big reason as to why I was able to recover so smoothly and um, effectively. Miss Overachiever um, got back home, you know, waited a little bit, started training um, because her eyes were set on being a professional volleyball player. So when did you find out that you could no longer play volleyball? So I think this was probably two months after my cardiac arrest. I was continuously going back to the hospital to get testing done um, for all the different things, the collateral damage that happened um, to my body after that. Um, but one of the tests that I had done was a stress test, which is basically they have you run on a treadmill and track your heart rate. Um, and how your heart is reacting and responding to exercise. And after that test, they kind of determined that um, exercise just, I mean, at least high-paced volleyball type of exercise and cardio um, was just not something that my heart could handle anymore um, and that it would, it, it would put me at risk to suffering another sudden cardiac arrest. And of course, I think it was a unanimous decision that we just did not want to go through that again. Um, so I think it was just kind of learning to let go and trying to find new things to focus all my energy on. And luckily I had Patty by my side this whole time and she was always my training partner for volleyball and now she was my partner for this new mission. So I feel like she was able to kind of um, help me heal from that in a new and productive way by founding, finding Surviving NCA with me. So I was very, very grateful. Again, I am just so um, in awe about how you girls have just um, been there for each other. And um, I want to backtrack a little bit. When you got the results of this test and you got the news that you could no longer um, play volleyball, honestly, like, how, how did this make you feel? And how was it having to accept this? Because you were all, you had everything lined up for, to be a professional volleyball player. And now like from one second to the next, you're told this, this isn't gonna happen. Like that's hard to go yeah. through. So how, how did, how, honestly, how did this make you feel? Um, I think it definitely did went through, did go through a little stage of depression um, just cause it was how I defined myself. Um, I really had no outside hobbies or um, things that took up as much time and energy as volleyball did. And I sourced all of my friends from volleyball and I would travel all the time with my mom because of volleyball. So I felt like it, was, it just covered and bled through so many areas of my life that suddenly having that taken away um, so quickly, along with all the other changes that happened with my sudden cardiac arrest, um, just became very overwhelming. So I was very, very upset. 
um, for, I mean, still makes me upset sometimes whenever I think, really think about it, but I think that's just, I mean, part of it, um, accepting the changes that come with it and kind of learning to look at the better side of things and being grateful that I get to spend more time with my sister and get to be there for all of her mom monumental moments in her life and getting to live my own life after something like this, which a lot of people cannot say. Um, so just kind of trying to make peace with that and not dwelling on what could have been or what I imagined myself to be, but more so what I can do now with um, my amazing family that has supported me all the way and just finding new passions and repurposing all my time. So, yeah. Wow, y'all, a true conqueror. That, that's all I can really say. So, um, how did you begin to find your new purpose in life? Um, so I think this goes back to while I was in the hospital, my brother and my sister created um, kind of like a journal to document everything so that all our friends and family could keep up with how I was doing called Caring Bridge. And so through there, I think it got kind of got spread around and a lot of organizations around the nation found it and were commenting and donating to our GoFundMe and um, my dad would sit up and read them and respond back so we got a lot of um, comments from people all over the nation that were already doing these types of movements and that unfortunately a lot of their loved ones didn't survive which is why they started in the first place so um, now with my newfound free time and kind of sitting in bed um, Patty and I started slowly just making a website at first just to guide some research and like lead people to links about what sudden cardiac arrest was but then slowly that started evolving into CPR trainings and like linking those and um, it snowballed into um, deciding that we definitely wanted to do the real thing and make a nonprofit organization which is I think the best thing um, that Patty kind of helped me through. Um, because I think it just gave us so much purpose in a time where I feel like all our family really needed it. So we were able to, again, channel that, that energy and feel like we were adding to the movement to help um, have more survivors like myself. So um, I think Patty was definitely a very big part of that, which I mean, I couldn't be more grateful to do something like this with her, especially because she was the reason that I survived. And now we get to kind of bring that back around full circle. Um, I think it's also important that you mention how now you have a new passion and now you want to go and study a different career and you want to you have a whole different future ahead of you that I feel like you you wouldn't have realized you wanted to do if it had been for volleyball so yeah so I mean <laughs> with volleyball I was just planning to go into whatever university had the best volleyball program that interested me the most um, but I truly had no concrete plans as far as my education went um, since I was so certain centered around athletics um, but now without kind of eliminating volleyball out of the equation I was able to find um, my passion for cardiology and medicine being around physicians so much and learning a lot from them and even just learning about the heart through um, having to write articles for surviving SEA I just found it so fascinating so now um, I think it just gives my life a lot of purpose knowing that I'm striving towards a goal that is hopefully to help others and to reinforce what Surviving SEA's mission is. Um, so yeah, I think it, it just led onto all the areas of my life and just overall helped me it kind of see the path that I think I was meant to be on um, outside of volleyball. Looking back now, 
how did this experience make you who you are today slash change your life for the better? So I think it just taught me how resilient I truly am and how as a family we were able to overcome such a hard experience that I thought was going to um, alter my life for the worst and just turn it into something that um, now two years, almost three down the road, um, I can be very proud of and kind of have these experiences with you and get to share our stories and just do so many amazing things that I would have never been doing if it weren't for that so just finding kind of like the silver lining and everything um and I would agree with that I feel like now I went from just like being a student to now having like this other hobby that I really like on on the side and like trying to like now we go to conferences we're going to a conference next weekend and um we're meeting all the parents and it's just like my favorite weekend of the whole year mm -hmm. like we it ends and I'm like looking forward to the one from next year already so mm -hmm. I think that like just being in environments like that or like this where we get to talk about it and share our experience because as traumatic as it was and as much as like we're also like like I said we have forever work in progress like trying to get better um, because of how much it affected all of us I feel like being able to help others um, not have to go through that or at least go through it with a more empowered and knowledgeable way really does make at least me like being there and having to do CPR on her without knowing what I was doing or looking at her and just not knowing what was going on like being able to like make sure that if anybody else goes through this they don't feel as hopeless or as I don't know like it's not as big of, a, of an unknown for them so I think that definitely helps like kind of gives you a purpose and kind of like helps you make sense of the situation in a way and I think it also changed my life in that I just, every time I walk through a building, I now have to figure out where the AD is. <laughs> and that's when sometimes I spot stickers on them that shouldn't be there. Um, but yeah, definitely I'm more aware of my surroundings and whether they have an AD or not. And kind of have to have a game plan in my head in case anything happens, like where I would go or like, yeah. And one last little bit. I think one of the most unexpected but things that I'm more most grateful for is the community that we joined um, when all of this happened. The amazing community that has been formed for Sun and Cardiac Grass is way bigger and spreads out all across the nation and you meet these amazing people that are truly just, I mean it's sad that we're all joined through this um, cause for, I mean, sudden cardiac arrest or sudden cardiac death in most cases, um, but it has taught me so much and I don't think you could even trade that for what volleyball would have given me, so I, yeah, so we're just very, very grateful that there's people like that kind of doing God's work and helping there be more survivors like myself, so I mean, wouldn't trade it for the world. Wow. I just had to clap. Um, <laughs> you know. Quick reflection. I, I usually do my reflections at the end, but I just feel it right now. Um, wow. I mean, we really turned what was supposed to destroy us into a mission. And I mean, for all my conquerors out there, that's what it's about. It's all about your mind. Julieta and I are an example of, you know, the miracles and the amazing works of modern day medicine. Honestly, we know if it wasn't for modern day medicine, we would not be here. But when you add the right mindset to your treatment, your, your healing is going to revolutionize times a thousand. And um, 
to all my conquerors, I just want you all to see that. To see that you can conquer whatever it is that you're going through. And you can actually turn it into a, a passion and a mission and live a very fulfilling life. Not a day goes by, and I'm sure this is the same for Julieta, that um, we are not living within our purpose. And we are not celebrating um, the life that we get to live. So I just really want to say that. Mm -hmm. uh, before we get into our, our, last, our last question, which is very important. So to the people who are recovering from sudden cardiac arrest, and also to the people who are watching a loved one uh, recover or have even lost someone from sudden cardiac arrest, um, what would you tell them? I would say to the people that survived and are kind of trying to navigate life after that, to give yourself time and to not rush to how your life was before because I think I definitely made that mistake and I think it also it did not aid in my recovery because I was trying to get back to exactly how life was before then and you gotta accept that your body went through something very traumatic and you might have to accommodate that and it, that's not always a bad thing um, so kind of working that into your new schedule and coming to terms that I mean this is something that you're gonna have to live with now and it doesn't have to be something that is embarrassing or that um, holds you back um, I think that would be my biggest thing just kind of giving yourself time to heal and um, I think power is knowledge I mean knowledge is power <laughs> so, um, educating yourself about what sudden cardiac arrest is can definitely help um, kind of come to terms with all of that and finding I mean reaching out to us or anything like that. Um, I think um, finding comfort within other survivors um, also helps as well. Um, I mean, someone who's recovering, I mean, I think Juliet is the best one to give advice on that, and I think she did a great job. As far as watching a loved one recover or having lost one to sudden cardiac arrest, my first reaction was like, what do you tell them? You know, like it's such a hard event to go through, and I think just give yourself time and give yourself grace and I think giving yourself the time to recover and maybe not recover but like just be able to process the situation and I think finding a support system outside of your family I think Parent Hard Watch which is a um, organization that we go to the conferences every every year I mean it the name says it's Parent Hard Watch and it's all these parents that came together because unfortunately their kids did pass away from a sudden cardiac arrest and they are just trying to spread the word about getting heart screenings and things like that. But I think the beautiful thing is they meet every year, they support each other, we call them all the time. And just having a group of people that understands what you went through and what you're going through and everything and can can help be there for you. And in a way, I mean, they also did what we did and turned this into a passion. And a lot of them dropped everything they had going on in their lives and just dedicated the rest of their lives to just raising awareness so i think just being around people like that that can understand what you're going through more than just a friend can or something like that i think it's super super valuable so i would definitely say once you've healed or i think heal is a bad word because i don't think you ever get over it but i think once you've had time to process the situation reaching out to people in the community i think is really valuable Wow, so we, we have reached the end um, of 
this amazing story. First of all, Queens, thank y'all for um, coming on my platform and being, um, man, like, I wanna cry. Honestly, I wanna cry. Um, just being the first um, series I have that isn't, you know, covering lupus. This is covering a completely different topic that I myself wasn't, I didn't know anything about. So I wanna thank y'all for um, coming and believing in my mission and also um, for letting me be a part of this. And I have decided right here, right now, that the first Empowered Psychology event is going to be getting these trainings. Um, so CPR training, um, my AED training, um, getting my heart screenings. And um, so yes, I'm going to be coordinating this event. Uh, stay tuned for that. And we're going to be celebrating Julieta's amazing life and um, her and her sister's amazing organization. And um, I hope that you guys are empowered by this story. And I hope that you guys start taking the steps to um, take care of yourself uh, and also take care of others. Because that's what I love about y'all's mission is that it is centered around um, saving other people's lives. I am just honored to have told y'all stories, to have y'all here, and I'm glad that you're alive, and I'm Me glad too. that you have just an amazing sister who has created this amazing organization with you. So yes, guys, that is it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, all my social media links will be uh, linked down below, especially theirs and their amazing website and nonprofit organization. Um, stay tuned for this amazing event that we're going to have, and I will see you guys in the next one. Bye.